Hello friends, my name is Miriam and you're welcome to an exciting new episode of Journeys with Podcast. Journeys with is a podcast about people and their journeys through life. I believe everyone has a story, a testimony, and it's amazing what can take place by listening to people's journeys and testimonies. You can follow the Journeys With on Instagram by typing Journeys With Podcast. you also find my personal social media handles on there. You may also listen to this podcast directly on the Anchor app by just plugging in your earphones on the go. So the other day, yeah, guys, I read a quote which says, the first step towards success is taken when you refuse to be a captive of the environment in which you first find yourself. I couldn't find a better quote which relates to today's episode. How does someone find the courage within themselves to strive and succeed when they themselves were brought up in an environment which, which was not encouraging, with no or only a few role models to aspire to? How and when does the mindset mindset shift actually takes place to believe in themselves so today guys we have (laughs) we have valentina i'm so excited you can hear in my voice a young lady who though she's still growing and she's still young has had to pass through stuff and she's willing to share her story with us her story is actually one that i personally can relate to hi valentina (laughs) hi hi everybody how are you doing i'm fine thank you so yeah so tell us a bit Thank you, first of all, for being here yeah, and for accepting my, my invitation. Um, just tell me about, you know, how you grew up and, you know, where were you born? How old you are? Just to introduce yourself a little bit. Okay. Hi, everybody. Once again, I'm Valentina Sapon. I'm 20 years old. I was born in Italy. And then at the age of um, two, I moved, I think, two or three. I wasn't sure. Um, I was sent to Ghana to live with my Mom, I mean, with my dad. I was here in Italy with my mom, and then I was sent to Ghana to live with my dad and my siblings. And then at the age of 10, I moved back to Italy. Okay. And then I've lived there since, like, forever. Then I moved back to London. <laughs> I moved to London for the first time, um, 2016. Okay. And then I've been living here. Okay, cool. So I've been going back and forth. Every wow. Continent. So you're basically international. Yeah, a bit like me. I was born in France and then mm-hmm. I moved to the UK and stuff. But I didn't go to Ghana. How oh. how was it? You know, obviously, like I, I'm sure you know you were a child in Ghana, living yeah. in, in in Italy. Mm-hmm. No, 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 in Ghana. You were born in Ghana, and yeah. then no, I was yeah. born in Italy. Okay, you were born in Italy, and then I moved to Ghana at okay, an cool. infant age. So okay, so. yeah, I I don't remember living in Italy as a child. Okay, I was like two or three years okay, old. Okay, I see, yeah. I see. And then I was sent to Ghana, schooled in Ghana. Wow. I went to primary school. Yeah, and then I moved Ooh. back to Italy. So you stayed in Ghana till you were 10? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think, let's say, eight years I've mm. been in Ghana for eight All years. All right, so why did, you know, why did your family um, lead you to go to Ghana? In terms of why did they move you to Ghana when you were a child? Yeah, so basically, my, my dad was in Ghana and my mom was in Italy. In Italy. Okay. So she was struggling, she was working and stuff, she was all by herself, so I guess she couldn't handle me by herself, so she sent me there, and then when everything was stable, 
she came back. Okay, I, I that's see. what I think. Okay, yeah. I see. Did you miss like your mom and stuff when you were in Ghana? I didn't know her when I was oh, in Ghana. Wow. <laughs> so you forgot her. all the two years. <laughs> no, because two years I was young. I knew that I had I mean I knew that I had a mom and then my mom was outside and then I could see her pictures in the room okay, and everything. I but I had never seen her in person. Right. right I would only right. speak to her on the phone or something. I, see. I never knew my mom. So a bit closer to your dad, isn't it? Yeah. I see, yeah, I see, I see. So much. Yeah. Mm. So how was it when you moved to Italy in two thousand and ten? Yeah. Yeah, how was it? It was it was a great like shift. Because you know, Ghana is more I wouldn't say Ghana is more diverse, but we are like a community where mm-hmm. you can yeah. you, you meet people wherever you go, you can talk to anyone wherever you go. And there's no language barriers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll just go, I'll meet my friend, we'll just play yeah. and that. But moving to Italy, it was like from speaking tree mm-hmm. or you know learning english in, in school mm-hmm. to a different language that right. i've never heard before right i don't even know how to say hello right you know so yeah. i remember the first time when i got to italy and my mom was like oh when you want to say hello to someone you just say ciao Mm-hmm. So, like, my brother and I will be outside the window and then everyone we see will just be like, ciao, and mm-hmm. then they'll be looking like, why are these people saying that? Yeah, and it was quite different. It was really, it was a great shift. Like you kind of missed the community. Yeah. The community of yeah. everyone knowing everyone, everyone being yeah. free. Then mm-hmm. you're in this country where it's where like... Where you need to start everything afresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, like, you were not with people that were too open to right. welcome you, mm. one maybe it's because of where you're from or your skin color or whatever. But you know, you are young, so you don't actually think that deep that this person doesn't like me because yeah, of my yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you grow up and then you start to understand it. But as young, you even when you are rejected, you don't take it that yeah, personal yeah, yeah, yeah. because you're young. You're like, okay, maybe he just doesn't want to play with me. Let's right. just move forward. How long did it take you to actually learn Italian? And not go to long. school and stuff like that. Yeah, not long because I know they say that when you're young, your ears are really open. Yeah. Yeah, you, you it's not hard to learn new languages. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was easy for me, in fact, to forget English and tree and start really? to Italian. Yeah, because like nobody's going to speak English to you in, in Italy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in Ghana, it's not that we speak English, we just learn it. So yeah, you can yeah. orientate yourself with English. but... It's mm-hmm. not really a huge English-speaking country. Mm-hmm. So going to Italy, nobody speaks English. Mm-hmm. The only person you're going to hear speaking three to is your mom. It's your mom. When you go out, you're going to speak Italian. Yeah. So, so you kind was, of catch the, you you catch catch it, it yeah. easily, isn't it? And, and when I went to um, the primary school, primary mm-hmm. school in Italy, they gave me a whole... I was drawn back a year okay. to learn the language. I yeah. see, I see, So I it was see. like a whole year intensive, only language. How did you find it? I found it nice. Because and then I, I thought I didn't really need a year because mm, I caught I it easily. Right. So it, it sounded so repetitive to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it was useful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. So tell me about you know the Ghanaian community in Italy. How how are they in terms of obviously a lot of them moved from Ghana to Italy. Italy. So how did you find being a Ghanaian in Italy and being part of the ethnic minority? Did you did you see yourself as someone who could eventually succeed or did you have examples mm. of people like this or not really? Not really. This is a really this is a really great question. You don't hear people talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Because 
the Ghanaian society in mm -hmm. Italy, we start with only one mentality. Okay. That, oh, okay. Because it's compulsory to go to school. You go to school, you finish your secondary school, you do your A-levels. Yeah. And then eventually you just have to do cleaning or industrial work. Do you mean people that actually have the Italian passport? Like yeah. you would go and do the... Yeah, the... because of... Because, I mean, it's true that in Italy it's quite hard for a person of colour to move on. Mm -hmm. Even if the person was born there and yeah, speak it? Yeah, even. In Italy, when you're born there, you don't get the Italian passport unless your parents had it. Okay. So if your parents have, for example, Ghanaian passport and you were born in Italy, you still have Ghanaian passport unless... Until you turn 18. Until, oh, really? Yeah, until wow. you turn 18 and then you can apply it for yourself. Wow. So it's like... Did you have the Italian? I didn't. My didn't. mom, My mom had it. It's and crazy. I got Thinking it. about yeah. how you were born there and stuff. Yeah, I didn't right, have it. Right, right, right. So, yeah, because we don't... We in, like, the Ghanaian society in Italy, from my experience, we didn't have anyone to look up to. Hmm. No one that was, you know, up there. Not even up there, but no one that has succeeded in their environment, in their career-wise, that you could say, oh, for example, okay, I've seen Mr. Kofi, and Mr. Kofi is a journalist. Okay. He's in, yeah. in Italy, he's Ghanaian, he's a journalist. So, me wanting to be a journalist, right. I look up to him. Yeah. There was none. There was the, none, right? Yeah, the only people you had to look up to were the white people. Okay. Yeah, sorry to say, but it was yeah, the Italians. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, like, when I was in Italy, I so much wanted to be a pharmacist. Okay. Because I would go in for prescription oh. for my mom. So, do you mean since you were younger, you wanted to actually be in that field? Or? Yeah, I've always wanted to be in that field, but I've been switching around a lot, but it was always health. Right. That I've always right. wanted to be. And this woman, the only reason why I wanted to be a pharmacist, and I think it's great because... You know, young people, you look up to people that you admire. Yes. Yeah, I would go in for my mom's prescription and then I would see this. She was white, but I think she was she was mixed. She looks mixed. So okay, yes. her hair was really curly. Okay. And yeah. I loved her hair so much. So Is anytime it? I would go, I'll be like, Oh hi and she was really friendly. Mm -hmm. And then I would talk to her mm -hmm. and stuff. And that made me want it to become a pharmacist. Because she kind of looked like you, yeah, isn't it? She she yeah, she resembled me because I don't have curly hair, but mm -hmm. whenever my mom do my hair, I would look like her. Yes, so I was yes, like, oh, yes. imagine me in my white coat mm -hmm. at the counter. It would be so nice. But even though she wasn't white, she looked like me, so I wanted to be like Right, because she's so an example she, yeah, but for then, the first time yeah, ever, for the isn't first it? Time, but mm. purely Ghanaian or purely African in Italy, you don't really have somebody to look up to and i hope that will change i think it's gonna change eventually but, but what did you what do you think this mindset is there do you think it's because of like the lack of acceptance in this in this country um, first of all i want to say that not all italians not are all like italians. that and not everyone has that mm. kind of mentality yeah. but you can't deny the fact that being of ethnic minority in a country that has predominantly more mm -hmm. white people. It's hard yeah, for it's a black hard. person. Yeah. But what do you think this mindset is there in, in certain places of, oh, I'm not even going to try to believe in myself? For the Italians? Yeah, for the Ghanaians or Ghanians. Yeah, who are in oh, Italy, let's yeah, say. Yeah, for the Ghanaians. I think it's because of what we hear. For the black hear. people, yeah. Yeah, it's because of what we hear. Because, one, it comes from home. It comes from your family, your friends. Okay. One thing that I really disagree is that, you know, you will have, like, 
a Ghanaian uncle or auntie mm -hmm. and instead of them encouraging this, the Ghanaian students that oh you can do you can do right. whatever you want they will be sharing their experiences that they had that were bad that were bad but you need to bear in mind that one is because maybe you guys didn't actually start your education there so you you not starting your education there you cannot compare yourself with Italian that started the education there so rather than saying oh I wanted to become um, a mechanic or a pharmacist, but when I got there, they rejected me. You should rather encourage the youth that, oh, you can do it. You just push hard. You just push. When you just push the hardest that you can. Did you, you have, did you have those experiences of someone telling you, oh, dear, pharmacy, stop it, like, oh, just... Did you have experiences of someone discouraging you? Personally, it wasn't from my, my family because my mom... Yeah. My mom is in the medical field. She went okay. to medical school in Ghana and everything. I see. But when she came to Italy, she couldn't practice it there. So she had to work right. in the factory. I see. So she was more of encouraging that you can do it. You, that's how it was. My mom encouraged me. Right. My brothers encouraged me. But from outside, mm. from my teachers especially, who were not black, they were white, they were Italian. I remember when I was going to... Um, do my A levels. My teacher would tell me, "Oh, in the UK, no, in, in, in Italy, Italy isn't yeah. It? yeah, that's called the Scuola Secondaria Superior." I, I can't repeat that, but I would just, <laughs> I would just listen. <laughs> it's called the Superior, the Scuola Superior. Yeah, okay. my teacher was like, "Oh, don't choose a science-based um school because you wouldn't be able to use it, anyways." Why did she? Why did she say that? She said that to my mom and I. We went for, I, it, I was, I was shocked and. I was about to give up to what she said. I was about to give in. Yes. And my mom was like, no, don't listen to her. You what, just do it. What do you it. think she said that? Is it because... Oh, it's she... the truth. It's the truth that... I think maybe it's the truth that she knew that if you're okay. black, you're not going to succeed. But your grades were okay, isn't it? My grades were fine. Wow. I got I got a great, wow. like, really nice wow. grades. Wow. But she was wow. like... I wouldn't advise you to do it because in her view, it would be a waste of time mm. to go to the five years and not use it. I so see. maybe she was thinking that she was doing me a favor, but rather you were discouraging me. Do you wow, get it? Wow, she wow, should have wow, just wow. encouraged me to do it. Because, right, right, right. Yeah, but she was right to a certain point because when I got to that school, it wasn't easy. easy yeah. It wasn't easy. I spent three years there before I moved to the UK. UK. It's five years and I did three years of that. It wasn't easy. Like Which a teacher, aspect was it? Not it was, easy. um, you like teacher. the teachers, yeah. I mean, I had great teachers. You mm -hmm. had them teachers that they, they are great personally yeah, because they yeah. love teaching. Yeah. And you have the teachers that they don't really care. Yeah, yeah. You black, yeah. okay, I don't care. But mm -hmm. I will just do my job because I'm getting paid. And you have them <laughs> right. teachers that they're like, I don't like you because you're black. Yeah. And one teacher personally told me right in front of my face, my friend and I, she was from Senegal. Okay. Yeah, she was like, oh, it was drawing. Bear in mind, I was doing um, a science base, but in Italy, you have to do the whole subject. Okay. You don't get to choose. So it was, I was doing, I passed all my science based um, papers mm -hmm. and it was drawing. I'm actually not good in drawing, mm -hmm. but I would try because I knew that this teacher is not good. So you need to put in your 100% best. Yeah. So that at least if you get a five, even though you deserve a nine, mm -hmm. if you get a five, that's great. Yeah. But this teacher was like, oh, um, I'm going to repeat. In Italy, you, get, you can repeat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were like, oh, I'm going to repeat you both. And we were like, why? Because you said 
you are um you're not Italian and there's no point pushing you. Are from. you serious? Did and she, she actually that? she actually did that. She repeated my friend and I, but lucky enough I was coming to London, so I didn't get to right, lose anything. Right, right. But then um, it was a great impact because it followed me even when I got to London because I couldn't do my A levels because she didn't give me my report. This is horrible. So when I got here, I had no reports to prove that. I've done this for years. What shows that you've done this for years? So, so as a young girl going through a lot of rejections, how, how did you feel when you were going through that? What was your mindset? If, my mindset wasn't... I wasn't actually focused on the rejections, even though they are there. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I wasn't seeing life in a certain standard. So right. I actually didn't care. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, you've rejected me. Never mind. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't... Like, I'm going to push forward. Mm -hmm. I got to realize that I have to push forward through my rejections when I started growing up. Right, Because right. back then, I'm like, okay, whatever happens, right, right, I don't care. Right. But when you grow up, you, you realize that you need to work hard in your mm -hmm. hard times to, yes. to move forward. So, right. yeah. Wow, I see, I see, I see. So, let's talk about your, your, your move to the UK in 2016, 16. right? Let me ask before that, when you were in Italy... In your mind, did you think, oh, I would like to go to university? Did that even take over your mind? or? So when I was in Italy, mm -hmm. before I wanted to do pharmacy, and then I switched because I was watching some TV series on um, a TV station that was about midwifery. Okay. So I switched and I was like, oh, I would like to deliver babies and stuff. Okay. So that one, that... Um, career requires university okay so at the back of my mind i knew that i had to go to university mm -hmm. but then right before the back of my mind mm -hmm. i knew that there would be no point going to university so i was I, I never actually thought of going to university when i was in italy really? but i knew that the career required it why did you never think because you knew that as a, as a black person it would be hard it would be hard, it would be hard. Thing, i knew it would be hard and and it's not mm. it's not it's, it's not cheap it's really expensive yeah it requires a huge sum of money so i knew that i had to do i remember even telling my mom that i wouldn't mind going to ghana for university yeah yeah you know because wow when you accepted there in ghana even though having a degree in europe is quite valuable right why suffer to have that degree where you can do it in an acceptable environment. So right. I never thought of university, but I knew that eventually I would mm -hmm. have to mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, before yeah. I talk about the move to the UK, when I asked you uh, before, why do you think the mindset is there for those of ethnic minorities mm. in these countries? Why is the mindset of failure? Why is the mindset of failure there? You said that it could be because of the way they were brought up at yeah. home. So do you feel that if you are in a country where a lot of people don't look like you, mm -hmm. Do you think that if you are brought up in a home that encourages you, it would help you succeed or it's still hard because of the environment? I think it will help you because the mind is really powerful. So right. if if whenever like you go out, you hear people tell you, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. Yeah. But you need to bear in mind that we spend most of our time in the house rather right. than outside. So if you're in the house and, you know, your uncle is telling you you can do it, your mm. mom is telling you you can do it, your yeah. brother, your friends, whenever you go out, you're already mentally prepared that you can do it. So if somebody tells you you can't do yeah. it, you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I've had the 80% of the time I've heard that I can do it. 
So yeah. why is this twenty percent meant to bother me? Right, so I think right. if it, it wouldn't play a physical role, but it would play a mental role. I see. That it will make you strong and ready to go through whatever because you want to do it because you've been told right. you can't do it. Yeah. And I think the fact that you were brought up in an environment with your mother as an example yeah. actually. I think it's the reason why right now you are strong and the yeah. reason why you still believe. Though you were there, you still kind of believed. I believe it's because of your mother. Yeah, I think yeah. it's because she did a really great job. Yeah. yeah. So your move to the UK now, let's speak about that specific day. How was it? Was it sunny? Was it rainy? How was it? <laughs> I remember the first time I came to the UK was... 22nd June 2016. Wow, okay. I remember the day. Because it was so, you know, it's like, I mean, you grew, I grew up in Italy, so moving to UK is like you're going abroad. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're going to America, or I'm going <laughs> to abroad. Mm -hmm. Is this a very new environment? So you will be telling everyone, oh, you know, I'm going abroad, yeah. I'm going that. Yeah, so when I got here, I came with my mom and my friend. Okay. And we landed at Stansted. I see. As soon as we landed, I was like, oh, this is a great country. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I told my mom, oh, this country is really, you know, it was, everybody's busy and everybody yeah. was smiling mm -hmm. and cheerful. I was like, okay, that was the airport. So you wouldn't see a, a large representative of black or white. Mm. It's just mixed. So yeah. airport, you expect to see Chinese, yeah. Indian, whatever. Yeah. So when we got to um, Thontini for London. Yes. And then we got there, we we touched out of the train station, mm -hmm. we got out and I'm like, what, this place looks like Ghana. I mean, not in the <laughs> I environment wise, but I'm like, I wish, I wish you were in London. Because I don't know, but because I've never seen like a country predominantly black. Yeah, when I was or coming, mixed yeah. even. So when I got here, I'm like, it's very mixed. This is, this is mixed. And you know, you, you are, the first person I heard, the first black person I heard speak a different language was Tree. Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> Where wow. am I? Wow, wow, so I was wow. really, I, was, I wasn't happy, but I was confused because I spent like 10 years in Italy. Right. So it's like, I wasn't, it's not that I'm reserved to black people, but I wasn't really involved with black people. I don't know if you get me. Mm. In Italy? In Italy, okay. most of so my friends... So you didn't really hang out with the Ghanaian yeah, community? Yeah, Okay. I, I did, as in church, church and festivals and that, but apart from that, you don't see them again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're in saying. My whole, in my whole school, we were only two black girls. Wow, yeah. So coming here, I was like, I, I wasn't really open to black people, but I was happy to see them, but I was quite reserved. I didn't know how to mingle with them, I how see, to talk with I them. See. Why did you know. Why did you move to the UK? What was, What were the reasons? If you can share think, with us, I think it's because my mom, um, I think she wanted the best for us. Okay. That's what I would say. And you because, heard that the UK is a good place. Yeah, it's a good yeah. place, and you have opportunities. It's mm -hmm. diverse. You are accepted no matter how you are. It's not really because of job because my mom was working fine. We okay. were living really good, but mm. I think she thought maybe ten years time what are my children going to do in Italy? Mm -hmm. That's why she moved here. I see. And that's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So when did the mindset take, when did the mindset shift occur? When you thought, you know what? This pharmacy thing that I want to do, I can actually do it. I can actually go to uni. When was that moment? 
that moment was when I started college. I started college and like my, my class, uh, I went the college I went to was it was diverse. It was so diverse, and mm. you would see some people. I would ask them, "Oh, what would you like to do?" Be like, "Oh, I want to do pharmacy. I want to do psychology. Wow. I want to do nursing." Everybody had like great, great ambitions. Whilst yeah. I was reserved in Italy, the highest that I could go was doing midwifery. That was the highest that I could go. And when I got here, you would see people doing, not putting in much effort, but still pursuing their dreams. Right. And then I was like, okay, I think I can do this. So that was when I realized, I changed my mind about pharmacy when I was in Italy. So I wanted to do a um, midwifery. Yeah. So when I got here, I was like, oh, I can actually do this midwifery yeah, thing. And then I was working hard and then I had friends that were doing health and social care. Yeah. But I was doing science. Okay. And I, they were they were like, oh, I would like to be a midwife. I would like to do nursing. And I was like, oh, okay. This place is, is really, you can do whatever that you want. So yeah. I was like, why don't I change my mind from midwifery to medicine? <laughs> Let me push myself higher. Wow, wow, so I wow. was like, okay, I, don't, I mean, I like challenges and stuff. I was like, I don't want to do, um, I don't, I don't want to study, work hard for science and do nursing. I mean, I respect nurses, right, I respect right, midwives. Right. And I was like, I don't want to work hard and do nursing while somebody would do health and social care. And, and and still pursue the same dream that I wanted to right, do. I was like, I see. let me just push myself higher. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in life, it's better to always push yes, yourself higher yes. so you can go out. So I was like, okay, let me do this medicine thing. So I started researching. And then I would go on YouTube mm -hmm. and stuff. I would see medical schools full of black people. I remember Ooh, I went to... It inspired to, you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because I was like, ah, this place, don't look at your skin colour. So far as you can <laughs> yeah. do it, they are fine yeah. with it. There so are a few people who do, but the majority... The majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that, like, it's 2% that would say, oh, you can't do it because yeah. of your skin colour, but yeah. the majority. Mm -hmm. And because of where I'm coming from, Italy, I've experienced, like, a place where eighty percent will tell you you can't do it. Right. So that two percent in London telling me I can't do it is, is like irrelevant. Yes. I don't really see them. Yeah. Because even when the pressure was high, I still preach. So when the pressure is like two percent, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just don't care. Yeah. yeah. I see. Yeah. So mm. yeah. So tell me about the. You told me a story about how, the GCSE when you came. Oh in. yeah. Yeah, how was it in terms of, you know, you had been to school to in, in, in Italy for a long time, then mm -hmm. you moved here and you had to do the GCSEs. Yeah. How was it? It was, for the, the English, the English section was, it was quite different. And I would say that was the challenging part. But for maths, maths is international. Like, yeah. if you learn that 2 plus 2 is 4 in <laughs> yeah, Ghana, it's yeah. going to be the same in yeah. Italy and same in London. So, for the maths aspect, I was quite okay. okay. But the English, in Ghana, you know, you do grammar. Mm -hmm. That was when I was young. You like you learn going is present tense, mm -hmm. rent is past. And in Italy, you just learn, like, I means you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it wasn't yeah. quite intense. But mm. when I got here, you do... Did that just say, I means you? <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I means you. Wow. Like the pronouns. The pronouns, okay. Oh, yeah. gosh. Forgive me, guys. Forgive me. Yeah, yeah but in English, in the GCSE English was like English language and literature. So mm. it was more, you need to read and express yourself. Okay. I was like, 
what am I gonna write? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time, but lucky enough, I they make they didn't put me on the GCSE straight away. I okay. did functional skills. Okay. You told so me there much. was a moment where you had to revise for an exam for two weeks. Oh, that was the um maths. Okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it, because when you told me at first, I was like, wow. Yeah. So. Well, when I came here, because I was from Italy and they, I didn't have my results from Italy, yeah. they, they put me on to the functional skills, right. mass, mm -hmm. level two. And once, whilst I was doing it, I realized that it was easy for me. Right. I realized it was it was a waste of time. I don't disrespect the fact that people are doing functional skills level mm -hmm. two, yeah. but personally, I thought, I'm just wasting my time. Yeah. Whilst I could, in that same year, I could move forward yes, and do right. something else. So I told the... The, once I remember the days clearly, we were doing it was science lesson. It was doing chemistry, and the A level teacher came in. He he came in to speak with my chemistry teacher, and he was like, "Oh, can you believe that these A level students, um, math students, they have their mock exams?" He was frustrated, and he was like complaining. He was like, "Oh, they have their mock exams in like two weeks, and this person come um." solve this common equation oh. so he was, was that talking about you no 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 okay. he was talking about his a level group. okay okay so he was complaining right and then um he was like oh can i just he he came in for a book and then because they are friends he, mm -hmm. he started complaining to her mm -hmm. and he got the book and the chemistry teacher was like what equation was it Mm -hmm. Maybe it's hard. Do you take your time and explain? And he was like, "No, this equation isn't hard." So he took like a pen and he he wrote it on the board. Mm -hmm. At that time, we we were meant to do our work, so we were mm -hmm. doing our work mm -hmm. on the laptop. He wrote the equation on the board and was like, "Oh, this is the common equation." So they were talking about the equation, and the chemistry teacher was like, "Oh, calm down. You can teach mm -hmm. them." Mm -hmm. So it, one friend of mine mm -hmm. was like, "Ah." Oh, he was doing B tech with me, so he was like, "Ah, this common equation, and they can't do it." And the um, A level math teacher was like, "Why are you talking? Can you even do it?" Mm -hmm. And wow. it became what kind like, of <laughs> "Yeah, it, it was like a banter. It was yeah, like a funny it, banter, yeah. and they were laughing." And I was like, "I can actually do this." And the Ooh. teacher, because it was, I mean, I'm not For good at math, but it was really easy. It okay. was simple equation. You simplify, you rearrange, and right. stuff. I was like, "Oh, I can do this." And the teacher was like, let's go for a bet. And it was a banter. I knew that teacher. He was really nice. I used to talk to him. Okay. I was like, okay, if I solve this um, equation, you're going to give me five pounds. And he was like, yeah, if you solve, I'm going to give you five pounds. Wow. So I solved the equation. It was like, funny banter. I solved the equation. And I go, he was like, oh, okay. Um, I think somebody told you, so solve another one. Okay. So he was like, solve another one. I and I was see. like, okay. And then he gave me another one. I stopped and he was like, okay. He gave me the five pounds. And then we were talking. He was like, mm -hmm. oh, how did you learn about that? So right. it became like a conversation. Right. And I was like, oh, I've done it already in Italy like two years ago. He was like, oh, so what um, what grade did you get? He asked me, what grade did you get in your GCSE? I'm like, oh, I'm not doing GCSE. I'm doing functional skills yes. level two. He was like, really? And I was like, yeah. He was like, would you like to do um, your GCSE? Wow. And I was like... Yeah, if it's possible, mm -hmm. but he was just um, like teasing me, yeah, he was yeah, joking, yeah, yeah. but I took it serious because oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't want to do functional skills, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he was just joking and then he left. Then the break, like during lunchtime, I went to him, I'm like, were you serious about the GCSE? He was like, no, I'm joking. I was like, 
please, I would like to do it. Would you help wow. me? But they had already registered and everything. It was like two weeks before. Mm -hmm. The run, he was like, okay, I will try and speak with the principal okay. if they will register you or okay. if, like, somebody doesn't pass the mock and they draw him and then you can replace them. And mm. I was like, yeah, sure. So eventually, were you eventually, registered? Eventually, yeah, I was registered. To do the GCSEs and, yeah, in two weeks? In two weeks. You have I to had pass two it. lessons. <gasps> every oh, wow. Tuesday, two lessons, two-hour lessons every wow. Tuesday. So it wasn't really two weeks. It was just two lessons. Two lessons. But it was up, I, I had done it already. So it was oh. just a, a matter of revising because I had stopped doing that type of math for like a whole year mm -hmm. and a half. So I had to revise. So what grade did you get eventually? I got I got B. That's good. The, yeah, I got B. So your persistence, you actually go into the teacher and saying, you know what, yeah, I want to do GCSE. I want to do it. Got you the degree. Mm -hmm. That's that's amazing. It got me the B, yeah. That's amazing. And oh. yeah, he was really proud. I mean, he was really proud. He was wow, like, oh, wow, wow. why didn't you do A-levels? And then I explained everything to him. But he encouraged me that. Even with B Tech, you can go mm, yeah. as far as you can, and mm -hmm. it's true. It's come to pass. Last two weeks, I mean, last two days, I got offer from Nottingham. You know what? It's amazing. We'll talk yeah. about this. We'll yeah. You know what I think, Valentina? I think there's power in having a good teacher, yeah. having someone who someone, believes in you. Yeah. I yeah. wish I had that growing up. Just a teacher, be like, you know what? Let you me give you that it. opportunity. Yeah. And it's all God as well. It's yeah, so yeah, God. yeah, 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 yeah. It's all God. Yeah. All right. So um. Tell me about you going back to Italy for a holiday and oh. stuff. I think you went back to Italy yeah. not long ago. How mm -hmm. was it, it was, going it back? Was, it was really nice. It's like now, even your friends that are Italian, they see you with different <laughs> kind of like lenses. Yeah. They see you on a different kind of level. That's interesting. Yeah, because in Italy, like London is like that abroad. It's like, the highest. Like New York. And yeah, it's the <laughs> highest that you can go. So they see you and they're really happy. They they're welcoming now because mm. they've seen that you've gone somewhere that they haven't been to. Right. So they want to get to know what you've learned mm. and stuff. So they see you different, and they, I never went to that teacher that repeated me. I never yeah, saw no, her. No, back. no, no. Mm -hmm. All right. So how how would you like to inspire people who live in, um, you know, black people who live in countries like? that don't have as many black people, when you go there, what difference are you actually, like, make? Do you speak to your friends? How I is it? I do. I have friends in Italy that they've finished their five years A-levels mm -hmm. and the they're highest... They're ethnic minority like you? Yeah. Okay. They're Ghanaians okay. and the highest they could do is work in a shopping mall with okay. a science-based five years A-levels. That's because one is not easy to get into university, as I said. But yes. All that I told them is just because I've seen that London is really diverse. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just being biased, and what I told them is to move here. Yeah, but I know I think, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> we should actually, they should, we should actually go there and make a difference. Make go them there, know where it's in Italy or mm. wherever it is, and make a difference. But it's not going to be easy. Mm. So when I talk to them, I just told them to just push hard right you just right. push hard until you know there's a wall just push push yeah. push push as hard as you can yeah. and i think you're an example easy. you're an example yeah to them. i'm an example you yourself to them. you're an example yeah but i think they wouldn't they wouldn't fit in my shoes because they would say oh but at least you moved to london so you're saying something yeah. different 
if you had been in Italy and yeah, succeeded, it would yeah, have been it would okay. have been different. Yeah, I see. Because I see. they don't have, they if they look up to me, it means that they will have to move to London. I see. To get it, to and then it's it not different. easy from you being in Italy. Ghanaian in Italy is not easy for you to come to London unless you have the Italian passport. I see. Yeah. You're part of EU yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Well, we don't know what's happening with you that, but we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna jump into that yeah. for now. Um, so yes, let let's shift the conversation a bit mm -hmm. to being a young woman in today's society. You're twenty. You're very young. I'm I was twenty. Really I was twenty four years ago. Um, how how is it? What are your tips for not getting distracted by what you see other people doing? Because you think, oh my gosh, all these black people, all these people are succeeding. What makes me different? I look yeah. like them. They achieved it, but it's like maybe there's no place for me. So how do you? Yeah, how do you? I don't know. What are your tips for actually not getting distracted? Basically, I think one thing is you have to focus, and if you're a believer, just believe in God and just yeah. focus. Mm. Because in this world, like everybody's run, we are all in a race together. Yeah. If you shift your eyes, if you turn around to mm -hmm. look at what somebody's doing, you fall out of your track. That's you true. get into somebody's track. That's when you start to live your life like somebody. You start mm. to copy your stuff from somebody. So all I would say is just focus. So you just have to stay focused. And what are know, the side effects though? Why are the side effects? You know, effects? there are many. <laughs> there are, it's like it's more or less like we're. Co there's competition. You need That's to, exactly my question. Yeah, That's what it was. To, yeah. You need to match yourself to a, a certain level else you're not counted as the, yeah. you know, the top yeah. girls, gang, yeah. hot girls, yeah. somehow, yeah. things like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know, you need to... <laughs> you, you When you go to uni, you have to go... To, you need to have fun, but you like, when you go to uni and you don't go to all the freshest party, yeah. uh, you just dull, you just yeah. a kick, you just old, whatever. Yeah. But I think once you know why you got there, yeah. I mean, it's good to have fun. I'm not saying going to freshers yeah. week or partying is bad because I do, but right. you need to know your limit. Okay, yeah. You need to know that not everything. You have to have a vision and keep you, you, up to the yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah. Because if you want to go, if you want to go to Brixton and you, you know that you take bus 250, you go there, mm -hmm. why get off at Streatham Hill? Right. You, 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 you know you can get off at Streatham Hill, have fun and whatever, but you know that by 2 o'clock you, you need, need to get to, yeah. to Brixton. So by 1, you need to take the bus and continue exactly. your journey. Do you get me? Yeah. But if you follow people and mm. you, 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 you have fun, all right, but in the next five years, you'll yeah. be like, You've lost focus. That's completely. right. That's right. How do you yeah. find social media? Social media you is like it? really I like it because it came in my time, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it influences you so much. Is it, it puts pressure on you so much. Does it? Social media. I, I'm acting does. like it does it to me. <laughs> does it? Social media it does so much. Mm. It's a good and bad aspect. It's good to it, and right? bad. Like yeah. I'm young, twenty years. When you go on my social media, most of them are my age. Mm. And you'd be like, huh, you see this 20-year-old with a car, traveling around with a boyfriend, going to Bali, yeah. taking pictures or whatever. And you're like, why am I sitting in London? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? So it's like, it influences you so much. But I think what you want is what you focus on. Like, when stuff... Be, for example, if I always look for stuff about fashion, mm -hmm. when you go to my Explore, 
stuff about about fashion yes, is going yes, to come. Right. Yeah, so if you want to shift, you can. But if you want to sink into it, you can mm. as well. I thought about an analogy. If you're someone, yeah, who, you know, you broke up with your boyfriend, mm. but you're there just liking love quotes. Of course, if you it go will, on your explore page, you will see relationship help. pictures mm-hmm. and then you get more and depressed. Then, yeah, true. <laughs> All right, let's talk about your foundation. You thought I wasn't going to mention it? Oh, <laughs> Really? Vessel of Hope Foundation. Of- this beautiful girl in front oh. of me has a foundation, guys. Tell me about how it came about, your trip to Ghana and everything. Okay. I thought actually you forgot about it. I can know? never forget. <laughs> so, yeah. I went to Ghana, was it last year, 2018? Yes. And because I went to work in the health section, mm-hmm. I worked for a month in um, the government hospital, Confanoche, in okay. Kumasi. Yeah. And... My time there was really eye-opening. I saw how, like, stuff are required in Ghana, how they lack some mini, mini essential stuff right. in that. So I was talk- I was thinking to myself, how can I help? I- I'm not fully qualified as a doctor. I haven't even started my journey yet. So obviously I cannot volunteer there to help them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, you know, you are in Europe. You People, people are not rich, but at least they have some penny pennies that yeah. they can give Especially you, that you can help. Especially in, in doctors and hospitals. Yeah. yeah, they have some penny pennies that they can help. So I was like, why not create um, a foundation that will will support these hospitals with stuff like... Equipments. Equipment, like um, thermometer, gloves, mm. bed spreads and stuff, yeah. So I started this um, foundation... My uncle actually, um, I was telling him about my experience and he was like, oh, you know you can start a foundation. And I was like, oh, yeah, true. Wow. And then I created a GoFundMe page and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it's not going re- extremely good, but at least okay. I, use I have this some platform, money. Use this platform to tell people where they can actually send money. Oh, and, okay, and I have a GoFundMe page and okay. it's called Vessel of Hope Foundation. Vessel of Hope Foundation. Vessel of Hope, yeah. Okay. And I'm on Instagram as well, Vessel of Hope Foundation. Vessel of Hope Foundation. Yeah, okay. and on Facebook. And I have my personal Instagram okay. where you can... I hope, I hope through this platform a lot of people will give in to, yeah, yeah. to, to help out as mm-hmm. well. Um, all right, let's, let's talk about university real quick. You're going to uni. You're starting uni this yeah, year, isn't it? Why yeah. are you studying? I'm studying a medical physiology of pharmacology. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> yeah, that's why. Oh, I'm that's studying. good. That's good. Well, it was it your university of choice? Yeah, it was my first choice. Oh, that's amazing. That's and it amazing. wasn't easy to get into that university. No, 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 it wasn't no, no, easy, no. but you got in. Got you got in. in. How many years is it? It's um three years. I see. I and see. And then. Hopefully, God willing, I'll continue for yeah. another four years. For so your hope is one day to become a, a doctor? A doctor, yeah. Ooh, amazing. Medical you will doctor. achieve it. Amen. By God's grace. As long amen. as you're in this podcast, you will yeah, achieve it. amen. You will definitely achieve it. <laughs> There's nothing that can go against mm-hmm. it. Um. Alright, so what legacy would you want to leave, Valentina? Because it's like, you know, you, you have all these ambitions and everything, but you have to think about legacy. You have to think about, oh... Why am I actually doing the purpose? Why am I actually doing all this? So what is it that you want to be remembered for in few in, in years in, yeah. in years from now? What do one, you actually want to Yeah, you know we, Once you know um every human was created for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So if you find once you find your purpose and you work towards it, mm-hmm. no matter how small your legacy is, you need to be remembered for 
a good thing. Right. One thing is like one one thing that I really want to do. One of my biggest vision is that once I'm not there. Right. Once you know I'm gone, yes. old and gone. Yes. Some widows, some orphans, some some disabled people will be like, oh. You know, this house that I'm living in, this community that I'm living in, it, it was through Valentina that I got it. Amen, yes. That's yes. one thing I really want to be remembered for. So I want to create, like, a community. Right. Where, I mean, people, less privileged people can just live normal lives. And through, one of my main focuses is the medical section, that they can get, you know, free care, right. orphans, widowers, everything, they can get yeah. free care and just leave and they wouldn't feel sad because they feel left out. Right. That's right, one right. legacy that I really want to leave right. behind, that people will remember me whenever they feel good. They'll be like, oh, it's because yes. Valentina yeah. helped me that. And yeah. you definitely just keep the vision alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, this world has so many distractions. There are so many distractions. So you have to keep the vision alive and remember yeah. what you want. Thank you so much, Valentina. That's it was it was, it was an amazing conversation. <laughs> it was amazing talking to you. It was my first time making a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being interviewed like this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's my first ever time. And it was a pleasure to have you. I know you yeah. do great things you're already doing great things guys don't forget to go to vessel of hope foundation on go fund Fund to you know even if it's one pound two pound three pound ten pounds just to help those it shouldn't even be only money wise you can donate the stuff you you can donate yeah Yeah. like wheelchairs wheelchairs thermometers anything yeah anything that can be used in the hospital all right guys thank you so much for listening guys for this episode of journeys with podcast don't forget to share on your platforms and stay updated for future episodes like this one thank you so much guys bye